Welcome to Creating a Buzz About Health podcast with Paula Carnell. Hello. I wanted to share with you some really amazing news, some things that have happened for me over the last week or so that are too good not to share. And we all need some good news. So this will be a short episode unless I, I, I channel something that needs to be shared that goes on longer. But last week... I attended an awards dinner. It was the Speaker Awards, and I was nominated um, and made it to the finals of TEDx Speaker of the Year. So I was so excited. So I went up to the awards. It was in London. And I didn't, of course, I want to win, but I wasn't expecting to win. It was the first time I'd entered the Speaker Awards. I It was a whole new community of people that I didn't know. And so that was, um, you know, it's a world, a whole environment where I was walking into a place where I didn't know anyone. What was amazing was actually I did. And there were quite a few um, fellow speakers who I have got to know. So through Expert Empire's Mastermind and also through being interviewed on podcasts. So I was able to meet the lovely Philly J. Lay. There was Vanessa Sturman was there, um, Tess Corp. Um, Dee was actually one of the judges. So it was really lovely to meet up with people that I haven't seen for a while. And all of us were gathered together for this dinner for the announcement of the awards. Now, I entered the TEDx category because to enter, you had to submit a film and it had a time limit. And I am rubbish at editing. So I have a 12 minute TEDx talk and I had to edit it down to 10 minutes. So what I did, which was maxing out my capabilities and also within a deadline I actually just snipped off the end now if I was really clever I could have sort of taken out odd sentences and moved things around and actually had the beginning meaning middle and end of my TEDx talk and had a, a perfect one but anyway I'm not making excuses I'm just saying I did not expect to be rewarded for my editing skills but I was hoping that the message and the, the way that I convey my talk would would be noticed. And so I was so in, you know amazed that I'd got through to the finals and I was in the, the last list of eight finalists. So when they called out the winners, I was so surprised because I was actually a runner up. So there was two runners up and um, and then they announced the winner. So I was so, so amazed and so grateful and it's it's wonderful when you get judged by your peers although we like to go through life and go no I'm not going to be judged by my peers you know I'm doing what I want to do but we all need that confirmation that what we're doing is the right thing and so that to me was confirmation that I do have skills as a speaker and that my message was getting across despite my editing and the two other winners, I'll put their links below in the um, in the show notes. They were also incredible speakers. I had not known of either of them until the awards night. But the next day, I actually made sure I could play their TEDx talks. And they were very, very worthy winners. So I will share them and, and you should definitely watch their TEDx's. So that started my weekend really well. And it was in the middle of of hosting two one-day bee experiences um, for the Great Garden Escape at the Newt. 
So it was lovely because I was able to share my anticipation on the Friday and then my my award on the Saturday. And then another bizarre thing happened. I um, not that often I've, I send off abstracts to speak at conferences, B conferences, and I had three out of my three abstracts um, for Apamondia in Chile in September this year. They've all been accepted. So two oral and one is a poster or a display um, presentation. And so I'm really excited about that. And it it is an honour because I'm speaking amongst professors and doctors and I am not a doctor and I'm not a professor. I'm just passionate about bees and love to share what I'm learning and what I'm experiencing. And I've also been invited to speak in Turkey at a university. And that's really um, exciting because I think I am the only non-professor or non-doctor who is speaking. And that's lovely because I, I like... I do think that the arts and science are very, very close because historically, a lot of great scientific breakthrough has come from a creative thought. And as an artist, you think outside the box and you have ideas and you have intuition. And this is very, very valuable when you're doing scientific research. And anyone who works with bees will have experienced intuition you know a feeling that you need to do something or you need to check something or something isn't right so intuition creativity and science I believe are really interlinked and a lot of my particularly my bee career has been spent starting off with my intuition and my belief and my knowing my inner knowing and then finding the science that supports that So this is really exciting. But in Turkey, it looks like we're working more in partnership. And I love that, really love that. Well, then I had submitted an abstract to Saudi Arabia because there's the 16th Asian Apicultural Association Conference and a honey festival, which is going to be in August. And I've never been to Saudi Arabia. Um, I love the Middle East. I've actually been to Oman and I've I've met lots and lots of beekeepers from the Middle East, from Saudi, from um, Kuwait, from Jordan, from Egypt, you know, and from Oman. And so I'm so excited to reveal that I've been invited to speak. So my abstract has been accepted and it's for sustainable beekeeping. So that was really exciting. Then yesterday, out of the blue, I had a phone call telling me that I have just won. I knew I'd been nominated because they contacted me after I'd been nominated. So this was the prestige awards. And after being nominated, I then had to submit um, answers to a questionnaire about about my business. What do I do? You know, and lists of clients and examples of the work that I've done. So this was a, a few months ago. So I had submitted that. Well, then I got a phone call saying I've actually won my category, which is um, Environmental Consultant of the Year. How exciting was that? So to be and that, again, was judged by experts in their field. It's not a popularity contest. I've been so busy with my work. I don't do paid advertising. So I don't have massive followings on social media. And there are a lot of awards where it's like, oh, I've been nominated, vote for me. And it does turn into a bit of a popularity contest. And this is why I love judging for the London and the Paris International Honey Awards, because 
you have a panel of honey experts who are judging the honeys. And it's not about which honey company has the most customers who vote for them. It really is about taste and quality. So when I enter competitions or I've been nominated for competitions, these are the sort of competitions I want to be in is the ones where my peers are looking at the work I'm doing and then giving me an award. So I wanted to share it because I'm so, so chuffed. And maybe some of you think, well, of course you'd win it. Or maybe some of you think, who are you to think you should win it? And there's much better um, environmental people or there might be no other environmental people. I might have been in a very small group. Either way, what it has done for me is it's given me more confidence in the work that I'm doing. It feels like um, that acceptance, that pat on the back and an acknowledgement. And last night I was able to share it with a complete stranger who was a farmer. I just happened to bump into um, this farmer and he was looking at my van, which had my name all over it. And he sort of said, oh, what do you do? And I, you know, it's got beekeeping consultant. And I said, and actually today I won um, environmental consultant of the year. And this farmer, it was like, oh, so you're a proper consultant and you're a proper environmental person. And I could see the change. And then our conversation changed. And our conversation was based on his now knowing that I'm an expert. And that was just lovely. And so many of us suffer with imposter syndrome or craving recognition, craving validation of what we do. And much of what I do, I feel driven. It's intuitive. I just know I have to do it. And that often goes against the grain. And I do open myself up for criticism. There are people who really are triggered by what I do with bees, by the way I work with bees, by the way I speak. Um, so I'm even triggered by the fact that I'm a middle aged white woman, you know, and what I have to learn is that's their issues. I am on a mission and my mission is to really help with sustainable beekeeping and to balance the environment wherever I can. And so the opportunity to speak in Saudi Arabia as the winner of Environmental Consultant of the Year in the south of England is really great. It's something I can put on. I don't have the doctor. I'm not a professor, but I am Environmental Consultant of the Year. So a little pat on the back for me. And it's reinforcing the fact that I've just got to keep on going. So thank you very much, because it's with you listening to me, encouraging me, sending me messages and asking me questions that help me to fulfill what I believe is my life purpose. So thank you very much. And until next time, bye for now. This podcast has been produced and edited by the wonderful B. Brooke, and the music was created especially for me by Raya. Thank you very much. You have to become yourself. Join us Open next time on Creating a Buzz Open About Health podcast with Paula Carnell. Buzz you later.